Hey there, and welcome to episode 106 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. Today's episode is all about trade shows, and it's feeling really timely because we're just starting to see shows come back to our industry after about 18 months of a full-on pause. In this episode, I'll talk through assessing whether you should display at a show or simply walk the floor, how to make the most out of your time at the show if you do decide to attend, and finally, how to have someone else cover your trade show expenses. So whether you're headed to Expo East in Philadelphia next month or Fancy Food New York right after that, or maybe you're listening to this show 18 months from now as you debate a future opportunity, let's make sure that you are prepared. Here we go. You're listening to Food Biz Whiz, the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Allie Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. This episode is brought to you by Retail Ready, my online course for producers of packaged product who are looking to grow their wholesale accounts. Retail Ready is opening for enrollment very soon. Through videos, workbooks, checklists, templates, live coaching calls with me, and daily access to me and my team in our private online group, Retail Ready has all the tools that you need to increase your sales through wholesale accounts, whether that's in traditional brick and mortar outlets or through e-commerce platforms. The first step to find out more about Retail Ready is to join my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business, which I'll link to here in today's show notes. That hour-long webinar is jam-packed with advice that you can use to kickstart your growth right now, plus information on Retail Ready, on my past clients, and how we can work together. Sign up via the link in my show notes, and I will see you there. All right, my whizzes, let's jump right in with how to assess whether or not you are ready to display at a show and how to assess which shows are right for your brand. I get this question all the time, and it's a really important one. We, I think we feel so much pressure to get to those big shows, you know, Fancy Food and Expo East or Expo West. And I see so, so often brands who decide to attend before they're actually ready to go. So I want to discuss this topic first, and I want to answer the question, why is it important to really take the time to assess whether or not you are ready for the show? So first off, let's let's just call it out. Shows are expensive and shows are time consuming, especially for an emerging brand. If you chase after every show and you assume that they're the right fit for your brand because everyone in the industry goes to a particular show, you're going to be tired. You are going to be out a lot of money (laughs) and you're, you might be unable to fill those orders that you gain from going to a big show or even worse, maybe even worse. You have a mediocre experience at a show because you're not actually ready to go there. And you think it's the show's fault when In reality, it's your fault. You weren't the right fit for the show at that time, which I'll talk more about later. So if that happens, if I see this happen all the time, you have a mediocre experience at a show because frankly, you weren't ready to be at that show in the first place. And you think shows don't work for my brand. 
So I would rather have our retail ready students go to only one show per year and do it really, really well, rather than be at every show, all the shows and scrambling to get it all done. I know you guys are so busy. And when a show pops up on your radar and you decide to go all in, it's really, really consuming, both from a time and energy and a money standpoint. So you've got to make sure that it's really, that you've got the capacity to do that. So I can't emphasize enough. (laughs) Everyone has their opinions on individual shows, but assessing whether or not a particular show is the right fit for you is a very personal decision. You can't just trust anyone else's everyone else's opinion about a show. And again, I see this a lot. I see this happening in public Facebook groups. I see it happening in some of the Slack channels that I'm in. People will say, what do you think about XYZ show? And of course, other founders give their opinions. And while that's valuable, again, I want to remind you that we have no idea whether or not that other founders uh, pleasure or displeasure in a particular show is due to their lack of preparedness for that show and how they showed up for that show, right? So like, again, while people's opinions are very important and we do want to take them into consideration, remember that we don't know what happened behind the scenes. We don't know how that food founder showed up at that show and how it uh, impacted their experience, right? So we've always got to take those opinions with a little bit of a grain of salt. So sometimes, right, um, you will hear people rave about shows And then you'll hear another person, you'll turn around and hear someone else say that that same show wasn't worth it, right? There are so many factors to take into account that it's important for you to evaluate each show's possibility on your own and ensure that it is the right fit for your brand. Your success at a show has so many different variables and it's up to you to find success at that individual show. So it's important to assess so that when you do decide to make the investment of going to a show, again, whether that's walking the floor or actually having a booth and displaying, that you find success. So let's talk about, let's talk through some things to evaluate as you assess whether or not you're ready for the show. One of the most common questions that I get around trade shows is whether you should walk the floor or whether you should display at the show, Um, not having a booth at all, just going, you know, whether you should go as an attendee or you should go as someone who is displaying at the show. And I love this question. It shows that you are really being thoughtful about how you're going to engage with the show and make sure that you're not just winging it here. So as an overall rule, just in deciding whether you should walk or display, you need to ask yourself where you are personally in your business growth and whether or not you can deliver on the connections that you make at the show. So some things to consider, where do you live versus where is the show, right? Are you going to have to fly cross country? (laughs) Are you going to have to pay for lodging, flights, meals? Are you going to have to find a babysitter to cover your kids' duties while you're flying cross country, right? Do you have the personal bandwidth to do that? From there, I think about what buyer crowd does that show attend? Are you going to a show that attracts the types of accounts that you want to be in? Are they attracting the types of accounts that you are ready to service, right? 
asking yourself, do I have distribution? Can I ship to these new accounts? If the answer is no, if you don't have the bandwidth to do that, it's not a bad thing, right? It's not a no forever. It's just a no, not right now. Then you are not ready to display. Walking the floor and not paying for a booth is likely the best option for you if you're still interested in that particular show. Another question that I always ask my retail ready students is, do you have the capacity to do the show well and to go all in? Remember, you've got one chance here or one chance a year here, right? (laughs) Your display needs to be dialed in. Your sell sheets need to be captivating. Your pricing needs to be correct. Your pitch needs to be perfect. All of that. It is heartbreaking to go to a show and see exhibitors who clearly aren't ready, right? We've all seen that. (laughs) They don't have the budget to create an eye-catching table or the budget to hire staff to help them out. They don't have the confidence to sell over the table. They don't have their sample strategy thought out and they're scrambling. You can see the panic in their eyes. All those things impact your ability to show up professionally, calmly, confidently, and buyers can sense it, right? Are you in the right stage of growth to display at that particular show? You can't half-ass it here, okay? So it's completely fine to sit out on a show. And I respect those food founders who know when it's not the right time in your business. I would rather have you pause for six months, get all your ducks in a row and come out with a bang at the next show. As a general rule, and there are certainly exceptions here, but as a general rule, I always recommend that people walk the floor first before you display at a show. Shows shows are nuts, and it can be challenging to get a feel for a show until you go as an attendee rather than as an exhibitor. Walking as an attendee has huge advantages. You can attend the educational seminars without feeling tied to your booth. You can take notes on what catches your eye from other booths and other displays as you walk the floor. You can walk that floor and you can make connections and schmooze and network instead of being, again, tied to your booth. You can conserve your energy. This is a big one. And you can do those after hours things that that you might not have the capacity to do if you have been at your booth for eight hours standing and selling. I mean, that's exhausting. So there are lots of positives about not displaying. Another thing to note as you debate walking versus displaying is this. Your first show, let's just admit it, is not going to be great. You should do a warm-up show. (laughs) Just like I tell my retail ready students to practice their pitches on pretty good stores rather than on their dream accounts as they're first getting going, you might want to do the same with trade shows. What small show can you do? Maybe a regional show or something smaller scale can you do before you jump all in to the big ones? You're going to learn a lot by doing small shows first. So I hope that that provides some clarity around walking versus displaying. It comes down to having an honest conversation with yourself about whether or not you are, you really have the capacity to do it well, and you have the capacity to take on the business that may result from the show. Don't let your ego get the best of you here. From here, people ask me how to know if a show is the right fit for them and how to know if a show is good. I get a lot of these questions. These questions like, Allie, how do I know if XYZ show is 
good. (laughs) And again, this is totally subjective and it's based on your brand, your business goals, and your own business trajectory. And frankly, whether or not you're in the headspace to go and rock that particular show. When you are debating whether or not a show is a good fit for your brand right now, you need to do your own research. I can't answer that for you. So some of that research might look like online research, right? Follow that show's Instagram, go back and look at that show's hashtag, see what other people are posting about that show. Get a sense of what it looks like on that trade show floor. See who else is attending and tagging that show. I also love it when you ask trusted buyers if they are going to the show. If you already have an account account base and you already have those buyers in your network, you want to make sure that similar buyers, the buyers that you want to be in front of, are going to those shows. So what better way than to ask them directly? <laughs> you know, if you've got that trusted buyer relationship, you can say, hey, XYZ buyer, I'm debating going to... XYZ show for the first time. Are you going? Do you do you know? Do you have a sense of the other independent retailers are going? Do you have a sense of if Whole Foods is going to be there this year? Right? Asking that buyer directly is is a straight straight connection to the source. From there, ask your broker or distributor. Again, if you've got connections there, ask them, lean on them. This is exactly what they're there for. Remember, there are lots of shows besides Expo East, Expo West, and fancy food. You want to figure out what shows are best for you, your product, and your category. So again, in doing research, walk the show before you ever display. I mean, that is, I feel like it's a a no-brainer that people don't do. There is no better way to get a sense of how the show is organized, how it's attended, and what that general vibe is of the show than showing up yourself right? Seeing it firsthand. And then finally, talk with uh, talk with the show organizers directly. I feel like people forget this one. The show organizers, yes, of course they want to fill their booths, but also they don't want you to have a bad experience. They don't want you to show up at the show and not be prepared for it and not be able to provide that great experience across the table. So ask them directly. Ask them who's attending. Ask them what stage of business you need to be at. They're going to be honest with you to make sure that everyone at the show has a um, wonderful experience. Okay, I want to take a quick break (laughs) before we're back with my four steps on succeeding at that trade show. If you do decide to attend, we will be right back. If you've been enjoying these episodes, imagine what it would be like to ask clarifying questions directly to me and have my assistants working through your strategy on these topics. Well, you can. My Retail Ready students have access to me live in our private online group and on our monthly coaching calls, and I'd love to see you in there as well. Retail Ready enrollment opens again really soon and kicks off with my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business. I have that linked here in the show notes, and I can't wait for you to join to learn more about me and how I work with clients, to find out whether Retail Ready is the right fit for you, and to learn my three steps to growing your packaged food biz. Come join me via the link in the show notes, and I'll see you there. 
All right. So you have decided that you are ready to go to a show, either walking or displaying at that show. Next, I want to talk through how you can make the most out of your time at the show in four steps. These steps work whether you're walking or displaying, okay? So these steps are going to seem obvious to you or might seem obvious to you, but I can't tell you how many times I see people skip over them altogether. So I'm going to outline them and then we'll go into depth in each of them. So the first one is making a goal. Everyone skips this. (laughs) The second one is setting a budget. The third one is preparing ahead of time. And the fourth one is networking off of the floor. So how to make the most of your time out of the show. I think it's a, it's a lot to make the decision to go to the show. And then sometimes we just wing the rest of it. So you'll see, you'll see with these four steps as I walk through them, that in order to make the most of your time at the show, it's all about how you use the time before the show. Now, if you are listening to this podcast right when it's published, we are about six weeks away from Expo East in Philadelphia, which means that you've still got some time to get organized, but let's get to it, folks. (laughs) Remember, once you get to the actual show, like once you are feet on the ground there, you're going to dive headfirst into all of the things. And those who have planned beforehand are the founders who succeed. So step number one make a goal. Like I said, people often skip this step. How will you know a show is successful unless you have a clear goal for the show ahead of time, right? Take time to outline this before you even register for a show. This is this should be part of your thought process as when you're assessing whether or not to display at a show. So you should be able to complete the sentence, by the end of this show, I want to... right? You then have a clear, measurable goal. We don't need to get into goal setting in this episode, but remember that your goals need to be measurable, right? So you don't want to say, by the end of the show, I want to make connections, or by the end of the show, I want to grow my sales, right? Those are those are wishy-washy. We can all admit it. <laughs> those, those are not concrete enough. So instead, we want to set a goal that's something like, by this, by the end of the show, I want to connect with three new buyers, have a one-on-one with the broker that I've been pursuing, and walk three aisles in the organic snack section <laughs> to get inspiration for next year. Great. Those would be fantastic goals. So remember, I want you to set goals regardless of whether you're walking or displaying. If you're walking, your goals might be more around gaining insight on what to do when you do display by snapping pictures and taking notes. It could be going to educational events. It could be after hours networking. So I want to make sure you hear me loud and clear that I don't want anyone touching down at the trade show before you've got really clear goals. If you've got a team going with you, which I suspect you will, if you're displaying, make sure the team knows the goals as well. Okay. So step number two, set a budget, (laughs) set a budget, and then cut out everything that is unnecessary. We'll talk about some money saving tips at the end of this episode, but remember it is really easy to underestimate how much you're going to spend on a show. We've got travel and lodging to pay for, paying for staff, shipping product to the show, checking bags, (laughs) renting tables, building displays, printing materials, paying for samples. 
it all adds up and it's really easy to go overboard. You know, we see brands spend tens of thousands of dollars on these shows. So if you are an emerging brand, you've got to be really, really aware of the money that you are actually spending. It's so easy to just, you know, add it on, add on the expenses and add on the expenses without really thinking about it. So you want to make sure that you've set a clear budget ahead of time. So step number three, preparing ahead of time. Gosh, again, seems obvious, but I can't tell you how important this is. You know, this is, this goes from sketching out your booth design to writing to-do lists, to making a project plan with a timeline, to reaching out to buyers before the show. Get your team on board. You should be thinking about how to execute a great trade show months in advance so that you have time to work out all the details, so that you've got time to secure that great booth location, that you have time to get a hotel at a reasonable price, so you have time to buy some display props on sale, all of that stuff. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to Expo West. You guys have gone gone down here. You know, there's a target, a big target that's about maybe three quarters of a mile away from the convention center. And every time I go, if I pop into Target to get something that I forgot, you know, maybe like toiletries or something like that, there are food founders scrambling. (laughs) I'm laughing because it's almost like, uh, it's ridiculous, you know, getting into fights with their co-founders in the aisles as they're like looking for display props that are inevitably sold out, you know, on and on and on. It is just ridiculous. So you don't want to be that founder. You don't want to be that founder running through the aisles of target the morning of your trade show. Okay. So every you know, from there every single year, I'll tell you, I see retail ready students posting their sell sheets in our retail ready student group, looking for feedback the same exact week as, as expo or fancy food the week beforehand, asking for feedback. You guys, I can't think about, I always think about how stressful that is. Now is the time to get your sell sheet dialed in. (laughs) Do not wait before the week before the show. So if you are a retail ready student listening to this and you haven't had your sell sheet review yet, get on it. We are, you know, we get bombarded the week before these shows. And so if you want your sell sheet reviewed with plenty of time to make changes, get your sell sheets in now. Okay. Last one. Number four, was it networking off the floor? So I always remind people that so much trade show magic happens off of the floor. And this is another really solid argument for walking the floor instead of displaying. So in the past, Expo West has had morning yoga and breakfast tents. Fancy food has fantastic educational events. There are always happy hours hosted by trade organizations or networking groups. Plan your off-floor time, which can be just as valuable as your on-floor time. I mean, it sounds so silly, but again, like you never know who you're going to meet at the bar or in the elevator or on the yoga mat next to you in the morning. So make sure that you are spending, gosh, I was going to say equal time off the floor as on the floor. That might feel a little bit ambitious to you, but you know, I, I see so often that founders are exhausted at the end of the day, but a lot of the magic happens at night. 
Okay. So those are my four steps to succeeding. So before we wrap up this episode, I want to talk through two more things. Excuse me. One more thing. I only have one more thing for you guys. One more thing, getting some of your budget back. All right. So how to have someone else cover your trade show expenses. So I've got three different ways that you can do this. The first one is through government grants. So mainly if you're here in the United States, through the United States Agricultural Trade Association, USATA. We'll link it in the show notes for, for you guys here. I know other, other countries have this too. So if you're not in the US and you're listening to this, again, go to your government trade, usually the government agricultural trade association. Okay. So US. A-T-A here in the States. It's a great one specifically for their fund match program, which covers 50%. You guys, this is crazy. 50% of marketing and promotional fees that to help grow your brand, right? So the intro, this is really interesting. There's a really interesting thing here. And why I think most people don't know to take advantage of it is because that it says on their website, it's about building your export business. So again, I don't, obviously I don't work for the government. I don't work for this trade organization, but there is the argument that if you go to shows like fancy food or expo West that attracts international buyers, you can have this program pay or come, you know, uh, reimburse you for some of your costs up to 50% of your costs because you being at that show that has an international audience are potentially working on exporting your product line. So make sure you look into that. So it's often uh, the, at least within the U S it's broken down by region. So we will link the master one here. And then if you're West on the West coast, you obviously want to look at the West coast uh, chapter of the organization, East coast um, you know, it's divided by region there. So make sure you click through to the appropriate uh Trade Association, which again, I'll link in the show notes here. So next, you can consider showing with your distributor, if you have a distributor or your broker, because oftentimes they have, they will have a booth at the show, like UNFI always has a, has a, a big, big display, KHE has display, things like that. Um, or you can take advantage of displaying with your state. So I know like Vermont always comes to Ver- comes to mind. I love Vermont because they're so amazing with funding and grants for their food producers. And they often will have like a big I Heart Vermont booth at shows. And if you are a producer in that particular state, oftentimes you can get on board and split that booth and display costs with other producers in the state, or you might even get some of the costs covered by that state. So check out your own state as well and see what funding they have for producers. And then finally, my third option is working someone else's booth for them. And this, I often see this networking in, in food groups that I'm in, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to get trustworthy people to work your booth so often. And I bet a lot of people listening to this episode are sole founders, right? Or maybe you have one or two people on your team, but they're back at home doing production or, you know, holding down the fort while you're away. And so it's hard to get people to work your booth. So, so often I see this, I see this work really well, where you, when you register for a booth, you get a couple different badges, obviously like the attendee badges for people who are working your table. 
it can work really well to trade one of those badges. You know, they, they're often worth several hundred dollars for someone to come and work your booth for you for a few hours. I think it's a win-win, especially if you were just hoping to walk the floor anyways, because then you get a, a, a badge for free. You get to have the experience of working the behind someone else's table. You get to see what that buyer interaction is like. And you get to attend the event and walk the floor. There are lots of lots of advantages for doing trading time for a badge. Okay, you guys, it is time. I'll just say it's time to think about what you will do with all that money that you're going to save when someone else pays for your trade show expenses. I love listing these, these resources because it's so fantastic to see brands have that light bulb moment, get reimbursed by a government program, and then have some more cash in your pocket, right? So <laughs> I'm partially joking, but I will say that we had a ton of brands join us inside of Retail Ready last year when you guys shifted your trade show budgets, and we were we were able to then make up for those lost connections and sales through other wholesale strategies. It was really cool to watch. So I would love for you to join us inside of Retail Ready before you head off to your next trade show especially if you're going this fall, right? And we will make sure that you are ready to pitch over that trade show table, that you know exactly how to follow up with buyers after the show is over, and that you feel confident getting those first orders. Again, like I said, we'll review your sell sheet ahead of time. We'll make sure your pricing is dialed in. We can talk through your promotional strategy and your tabletop deal. We are here for you. So if you want to join us inside of Retail Ready, the time is now. The first step is watching my free masterclass on the three-step framework to growing your packaged food business, which I will link directly in the show notes here. You'll learn my philosophy on growing food businesses, the most common mistakes that I see brands make as you try to scale, and all about our Retail Ready program. I cannot wait to see you in there. So from here, I will be right back next week. Thank you as always for tuning in. Good luck at your upcoming trade shows and have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Whiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.